Hi everyone, welcome to episode 9 on cracking. No, we are not talking about crack, alright? We're talking about cracking of the joint, alright? I think so, I think it's a joint, I'm not too sure. Actually, Beatrice is here, she's going to be officially welcome into the group of four who has been talking about this. She's going to be in the number four in the group, alright? So... Beatrice is basically a physiotherapist with a background in, of course, physiotherapy lah. And this is what she... She's been... I, you know what? I'll leave it to her to introduce herself, alright? And hold on. And Jeremy is with us and Rachel is with us as well. hi In case you missed us, we're still here. <laughs> alright, All right, Beatrice, tell me more about yourself. Yes, yes. Hi, hello. My name is Beatrice. I'm a physiotherapist in Singapore. I've been working for the past six years. I specialize in musculoskeletal physiotherapy and sports physiotherapy. And today we're going to be talking about manipulations. Now, I may say cracking, but that's just what local people call it. It's actually manipulations, joint manipulations. So, why are we even talking about this subject? Can you tell me, like, why do you want to talk about it? Because <laughs> you asked me to find the topic. <laughs> 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 no. No lah, personal take ah. Why do you want to talk about it? Okay, okay, alright So I get a lot of patients coming in Seeing mm. me, saying like uh, I have this neck and back pain So should I be seeing a chiro? And I ask them Why are you seeing a chiro for? Oh, well, because they're going to like Crack my back and make it feel better And then I'm like Okay, do you even know what This cracking thing is? And so a lot of people don't actually know what it is And today we're going to talk about it Like the good, the bad, the ugly And the beautiful parts of it and we're just gonna do it in a discussion form. So yeah, shoot me with questions. Let's go. Uh, okay, so I don't really understand what like cracking does or what is cracking about. Can you like just describe the process of cracking and like something like that? Okay, basically, a joint manipulation is part of a joint mobilization technique. This this is just one of the many different manual techniques. That means skills that we use with our hands as physiotherapists and other manual therapists. We use these techniques to help improve joint mobility. So, a manipulation is a joint mobilization applied at a very high velocity, okay? I mean, don't think anything scary like car crash. This is like a speed of how fast we apply a pressure to the joint. So, when we hit what we call a grade 5, out of 5 grades, so first grade is the, like, the lightest, most gentle, that you kind of just press through the skin. And you hit grade 5, you're, pre- you're pressing right through the skin, the muscles, you're, you're pressing through the joint itself, and then you get through to the maximum range of motion of the joint, that's where you may get a crack sound, and that's what we call a manipulation. So it's basically applied to the space within a joint that may not be moving sufficiently, and with this fast stretching of the joint, it may produce that sound, that pop sound, and increases the space within the joint, creating more movement inside the joint. All right, so is it harmful if you do it often? All right, so I think many of us uh, may have the ability to crack our own joints, yeah? Like knuckles, ankles, our necks, our backs. And it feels awesome. So how often is, is, is not safe? Well, personal, my personal take on it is that if you're, if you're cracking your joints like every one hour, every two hours, or, or if even up to like 20 times a day, I think that is a cause for concern. So you, if your joint is moving well, it has good circulation, you shouldn't even feel the desire to crack it. That being said, I would say that anything between five times to ten times a day is still okay, it's still alright. But anything in excess of 20 is definitely something you want to resist the urge. 
Right. Okay. So one more question for you. So if if it's not harmful, right? And uh, yeah, if it's not harmful, then why do some people say don't do it? Okay. So anything in excess is always bad, right? And when you're cracking a joint, when you're manipulating it by yourself, uh, especially if you're doing it with your own self-created technique, right? Doesn't matter what how you do it, but you're just trying to achieve that nice sensation in the joint to make you feel better, move better. Some people create their own techniques that are quite violent, and these violent techniques will put your joint ligaments, your your tendons, or your joint capsules at risk of injury. You said violent technique, right? Yeah. What kind of violent techniques are there out there? <laughs> well, as a podcast, it's very hard to demonstrate. <laughs> like, describe a little bit. La. Like, okay, try, okay. try. So some people, when they want to manipulate their own necks, they kind of like grab their chin, grab the back of their head, and just ring it right across. And you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, yes. I, I, I totally seen that a lot before. I totally know where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, another one would be like the elbow. Some people just like kind of bend their elbow, and they just like flick it right to the end, like super hard. Wouldn't you like throw your joint out like that sometimes? Yeah, yeah. That's how people do get injured sometimes. And we do see people come in the clinic that like, I just manipulated myself and now I'm super sore and there's something wrong with my joint. Yeah, help me fix it kind of thing. And we're like, ah, oh, I see. Can you, you, want, you want to demonstrate it? Maybe not. <laughs> okay, I got a question. Um, why do you, why does it feel so good to crack your joints? All right, so let's start with why do we even <coughs> feel uncomfortable before we crack the joint? When the joint is very stiff under a lot of load and pressure, the fluids within the joint, yes, there are fluids within your joint, that actually provide cushioning, provide nutrients to your joint capsule and the structures around it. it that joint is probably deprived of all that fluids inside, it's deprived of all that blood circulation. And it starts to like kind of dry up. And so you kind of feel this stiffness, this restriction in the joint, and it makes you want to do something about it. Because it's a very dull, deep ache. I'm sure some of you may know what we're talking about here. So when you manipulate it and you increase that space, that's it, you create, when you, this, when you suddenly stretch the joint, you create this vacuum-like effect within the joint. And it kind of pulls all the blood and fluids into the joint. Some people think it creates air bubbles. And it just basically makes the joint feel happier. It, re- it kind of resets it back to the cushiony state that it used to be in, where there are fluids inside, creating that nice uh, protection and, nutrient, and providing nutrients to the joints. So that sudden stretch also creates a chemical response, which is, uh, is a, it basically triggers the endorphin uh, production in the, from the brain. So a stretch reflects taps into your neural system, to your, your nerves and your, your brain function. And, and the, the body senses that stretch and then creates, tr- triggers that endorphin rush and the endorphins come out and you're like, oh yeah, this feels awesome. So people can kind of get addicted to cracking their own joints in a way. Okay, so with all of that said, is it possible for we all to crack our own uh, joints? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It is possible. Uh, some of us already have been doing it day to day. Can I teach you how to crack your own joint? I could, I could, uh, but generally it's not something we do all the time, namely because a joint that is moving well, that is well supported by your muscles, well supported by the way you move, should not dry up all the time, all the time needing you to crack it. As we mentioned, there's also the risk of straining your ligaments and making it looser as you keep cracking it from year to year. So. Let's not have to rely on something that does not give you any long-term results. So with all that said now, how many times should we be cracking our joints? I think we just covered that, but 
generally, if let's say you're talking about having that done by a professional, then uh, I know some professionals do ask people to come in every day or once a week for like 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that should not be the only thing you do to make your joint feel happier. So if you need that short-term relief to enable you to move better, for you to be able to recruit better muscle control, then by all means do it in that session, but always follow it up with something more sustainable. Do you have some examples of what are sustainable areas that they could look at? Okay, so uh, to, for a joint to sustainably feel good, you would actually need to have good mobility, which would be flexible tissues, and it needs strength in the joint as well. So those tissues that surround that joint need to be strong enough to do what the joint needs to do, which is to be able to move while through bearing weight in your body. For example, let's talk about your back. Uh, your back carries the weight of your upper body on top of your pelvis. So if you have a good, for example, core strength, then that core takes over the load of your upper body on your spine. So when you're walking for long distances, like two, three hours, you shouldn't feel like you need to crack your back in between that two, three hour hike your muscle strength should be able to manage that joint control such that it doesn't cause it to dry up because of all that pressure going into it while you're walking. So at the end of the day, core strengthening is one, keeping your hips nice and flexible to prevent extra load coming in through when you're moving through your hips and also being aware of your posture while you're moving, standing nicely, you know, carrying your back, your backpack nicely, lifting nicely. These are things that you want to take note to enable your joint to continue to feel great and not having to keep on relying on cracking it. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, Beatrice. I don't think we have any more questions, do we? No, no. I don't have. All right. So with all that said, thank you again, Beatrice. Right, and we'll definitely me. have you on for more of these episodes. And yeah. of course, we're not going to tell you what it is. You have to like tune in to know what we're going to be talking about. So subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, download everywhere. We're everywhere, basically, like Android, iPhone, wherever. Go listen and share this with the world because the world needs to know. And... If you're listening to all this, you're actually saving your life a little bit more, you know, saving a little bit money too. Like <laughs> learn, learn, learn what's right, learn what's wrong, make the right decisions. So we're just here to keep educating you and don't hate us because we love you. All right. Goodbye. See ya. Bye.